Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Verified. I guess this is episode two of our COVID season, um, (laughs) indoors edition. Um, This is obviously a podcast, if you've been following, that's about equity and inclusion. And today I have some lovely ladies with me. And we're just going to kind of dive into your passion, your art form, and your lives. So I hope you're ready to be somewhat vulnerable um, today. Uh, Before we start, do you mind just introducing yourselves to our listeners? Yes. Hello, I'm Kiana Lynn. Um, I'm Maya J, and as you probably can tell, we're twins. (laughs) We are Canadian actresses, have been doing this for a while now, Um, still living in Canada, and uh, we're currently both students at uh, Ryerson University studying media production. So So all very related things, yeah. So you're both in the same program. Yeah, she's actually a year ahead of me. She's going to be graduating in like, if COVID permits. <laughs> yeah, like really soon. And I still have a year-ish to go. Um, yeah. Besides for acting in school, do you share a lot of other things? And do you mind sharing things with each other? We do. Um, we share the same friend group and we have our Literally. entire life since we were young. Um, we share a lot of the same clothes, although we do punish each other sometimes for boring things that we don't want each other to use. And we don't share the same boyfriend or the same, <laughs> <laughs> or the same um, crushes ever. That was ever. Big it was a big thing. Someone had to dip who they had a crush on first. So that was, that was always a rule. I do want to dive into how you both got into acting. Um, I heard about an interesting story of you being child actors. So do you want to just dive into that? Yeah, um, we started like super young before we can even remember that we started. Um, Our parents were encouraged by like a number of family friends to put us in the industry because we were young and of diverse backgrounds. And we had, um, as children, like we were really, really good kids. Like we're very patient. We're very respectful. Our parents did a really, really good job. (laughs) So when that translated to like the film industry, a lot of directors and casting agencies like as child actors, that's the first thing they look at is yeah. like, how patient is this child? Yeah. Can this child, can they listen? Can, can they, they respond to direction? Yeah. That whole thing. So um, we started with a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial mm-hmm. and oh. she did the English version of it and I did the French version of it. And basically we just had to react to really good Honey Nut Cheerios. It's still <laughs> my favorite cereal to this day and it forever will be. Um, but yeah, that's how we started. And um, our, it, it was it was like a casting director or an agent that actually stopped like our parents one day and said, hey, you know what, you should get them into the field. Because um, what happens with productions is when you are a child actor, um, you can only be on set for four hours at a time. And they have really, really strict rules, which are really important for minors. Um, but again, like when you have the same face, oh, no problem. Just switch them every two hours and then you bypass that rule. So triplets yeah. were even a... Huge super plus yeah <laughs> yeah being like a twin and the child actor was huge because then we just play the same role and swap in yeah. every yeah. four hours as the union dictated us and yeah and that's what we did for the first movie we did when we were four years old it came out in 2004 super babies baby geniuses too we shared the role of rosita cupid girl um she fought arrows of love into the butts of bad guys yeah <laughs> we did that with our superhero squad and john voight was in that movie who's the father of angelina jolie and we don't remember anything yeah. <laughs> what our parents do and our family do yeah our whole family 
this experience like no tomorrow they can recite it anytime and it's like we don't remember <laughs> but that's super interesting because I know, like, for instance, my family, we were put into sports very young and mm-hmm. some of yeah. us continued and some of us were like, nah, that's mm-hmm. that's what you wanted us to do. That's not what we actually want to do. But you continued. So what mm-hmm. was how did being a child actor, one, develop your skills and how did it spark something in you that makes you want to still do it today? Yeah. Um, for me specifically, when I was younger... Um, I think just because you don't necessarily know what you're doing or to what extent you're doing mm-hmm. it too. Mm-hmm. Um, your par- you're looking at your parents to give you those guidelines. You're looking at your other siblings to kind of give you those guidelines in terms of like what you're actually doing. Um, and so when I was younger, I remember just like the, it was such a rewarding um, moment for me when I got feedback from family and friends being like, wow, your performance was this, this, and that. Um, great job. Like, you're so, you look great on screen. Like, yada, yada, yada. And it was like these, these. It was the support that we got. From yeah, I think young. it was yeah. always the ongoing support that made mm-hmm. you feel like it was something important that you were constantly working on mm-hmm. and constantly doing. And for me, um, like, continuing on into, like, my adult career now, it's like, i I keep looking for that experience, keep mm-hmm. get, keep wanting to get feedback and learn more because I really think that acting is one of like the most challenging things you can do as a human being. <laughs> and um, the reward that you get from people saying that you did a good job on it is like, is what I, what continues to, or what motivates me to continue going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like for us, like, it's like, oh, you know, when it's your regular or like our friend group who when we were young, young, didn't include artists until mm-hmm. we went into high school. And then that's when we were surrounded by artists. I'm um, at Cardinal Carter Academy for the Arts. So it was, you know, you met Vinia, she's a dancer. But we had Laura, she was in the drama program with us. And James, who was in the dance program. <laughs> when you surround yourself by people with like, you know, those same like minds and they're creative and they're, they're dedicated to their arts, it helps as well. So before that, when we were um, you know, practicing at home and like in in our bubble, um, it helped that we had each other because we were like, oh, you know, it's not just us and our parents. It's sorry, it's not just one person and their parents, one mm-hmm. child. It felt like, yeah, you could bring this home and talk about it openly because we had each other too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one. Did you ever run lines with each other? Even oh, if do. you're in- okay, the, <laughs> the only thing we ever do, like, the only script, <laughs> literally. That's all. Yeah. Um, and for like hours yeah. on hours, it's like all priority, all of their responsibilities don't matter. If she has an audition or if I have an audition or a callback or whatever, like priority on getting the script down, getting the scene down is like number one for both of them. I love um, that. Yeah. So you're talking about always learning and you like feedback. How has creative industries helped with either getting you gigs or getting like allowing you to find opportunities? Like at school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly love my program. I, I'm i very happy that, you know, made the decision to go to Ryerson. Um, it's right downtown too. So you get inspired daily just walking to class. And then the students all have very different approaches to work, but they also have varying talents as well. So you're not just surrounding yourself with actors constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was cool at Cardinal Carter in high school because it was, you know, dancers, musicians, artists, visual artists um, as well. And so at uh, Ryerson, you know, you have friends who are writers, who are 
good directors who work well with the tech side, like, like, you know, you guys are, and it's all important equally and needs to come together and everyone needs to collaborate in order for anything to be produced. Um, so meeting people of different, uh, who specialize in different fields was like, critical I think to understanding mm -hmm. even more of this industry and yeah especially as an actor like you have to understand each and every rule when you get to set like yeah. what the producer does what they don't do what the director does and what they don't yeah. do um also with uh like our media production program we're working a lot with like single cameras and whatnot and setting up our own productions like that so we're mm -hmm. learning what angles work for ourselves on camera mm -hmm. um and that you know translates when you get to this light <laughs> <laughs> um, that translates when you get to like on set and just i feel like right now like we're both just in a position where we're studying and we're actively working at the same time and i think um you know going on this path for the next few years i'm just like excited to see what yeah i'm very excited yeah when you say working is that in the industry like how do you balance auditioning and schoolwork yeah, you try your best and you say, hi, professor, um, can I have an extension? <laughs> and then Thank you give you them much. this like reason that's related to your field and they're like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. And a lot of lo our program, uh, luckily, is pretty tiny. So I've, I've been able to foster meaningful relationships with my professors mm -hmm. and they can understand and, you know. At the end of the day, they're so supportive because yeah. they work in the Canadian industry as well. And yeah, they're like, they just what are you up to? Yeah. So that's important. Again, that's important. Yeah. Um, but I think I think there came a point where I had to like kind of self-assess and be like, am I taking on too much right now? Is it getting too crazy? But the acting industry is so up and down. Like yeah. we have our peak seasons where we're busy. We have two, three auditions a week. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you have some times where you don't have any auditions. And it's a week, a week and you're like <laughs> Yeah, you get nervous that you that you're not busy. What did so. I do? Yeah, exactly. So I think for both of us the reason why we work so well is we just have this like ongoing like keep up the pace momentum if like if we don't if we have extra time we figure out a way to like make that time or use it to our advantage in something that could benefit us later on um yeah so you're I think that's something that we've been working on since we were little is like always trying to find opportunities and ways to navigate through this like on our own terms as well without having to like wait for opportunities to come to us hmm. so I heard you talk about doing auditionings like twice a week. You're saying finding your own opportunities. Do you have a manager um, that helps you find gigs or? Yeah. So kind of um, in short, how it works is um, agents submit you to projects, casting directors look, they say, Hey, I like her look. They take a look at her resume. Yeah. You know what? I think they might be a good fit for this role. I'll get them to come in in maybe tomorrow or two days and read for this role. And then, and then they either like you or you're not fit for the role. Yeah. But I like to explain it as is like going for job interviews mm -hmm. all the time, but never hearing a response back. Oh. Like never hearing a <laughs> yes or no, just like nothing. And then sometimes you wait long enough and a month later you hear something back and they're like, oh, production took a different um, route. route with this character. The character doesn't now. exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, or maybe we want to see you in this different role. So yeah. it's, it, it varies all the, all mm -hmm. the time. There's so many inconsistencies, and I think that's what makes it so exciting at the end of the day. How do you build that mental strength? Like, one uh, word learning and doing like career prepping and talking about like it's okay to get turned down, just like keep trying, keep trying. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people do not take rejection very well. Mm -hmm. 
as an actor, I'm hearing that you have to be able to do that. So how did you coach yourselves to be able to be like, okay, next one, it's okay? Um, I think you just keep busy with other things. Keep busy and then also know that each experience that you, like for every audition or callback that you go into, you're learning along yeah, the way. Yeah, like, practice. In yes. free practice. Yeah. It got you in the room. It got you to meet some sort of connection. Maybe that person will think of you later on for later a different on. life or a totally different show a yeah. year from now. So it doesn't go without its uh, reward at the end of the day for going in and keep trying. Okay. Um, currently, have you heard back from any auditions? Are you in any productions? Yeah, I, uh, right before COVID. essentially, yeah, <laughs> COVID, COVID happened, um, I was essentially like pinned for a part on this new series that's was supposed to start filming in April. Um, but obviously all that's getting delayed. And so right now it's kind of just this up in the air project that's going to happen, but, um, I'm excited for that. And then I recently wrapped on a TV series that's going to be on Hulu um, later on this year, if things don't, you know, progress as long as they say they will. Um, And so I've been, I was working on that from September to February. And yeah, so that just came to an end and that was really, really exciting. Wait for it. Wait for it. Yeah. Hopefully 2020. Yeah, hopefully 2020. So I can't wait to see it. <laughs> nice. MJ, are you doing anything right um, now? Yeah, there is um, a show called In the Dark. So I'm going to be in season two. Ooh. And come out next month. A couple of episodes. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah, nice. it's a cute role. Where can you yeah. find it? Uh, it's on the CW. Nice. Oh. Yeah. She up there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To dive deeper into you as individuals, because I think it's great that you have a lot of similarities. Um, I'm interested in knowing what your favorite production or performance you've ever done. um, Why and what was it? Yeah, um, I can start on that one. Um, I'm really, really excited for this performance that I just recently did. I was lucky enough to be cast as like a series regular. So I got a chance to dive into like this role head on and like really, really invest myself in it. So I'm really excited to see the outcome of that. Um, And I think it'll just be a major learning curve for me as well to see what worked and what didn't work in terms of what I think um, I want to be as an actress. Um, But one of like the roles that I'm like known for in my family is um, this role I did maybe like seven, eight years ago. Um, It was for HBO Canada, and it was a pilot series about these young elementary school kids and, like, the ups and downs of, like, how um, the schoolyard functions. So in terms of them having, like, sneaking in PB&J sandwiches, (laughs) a.k.a. Yeah, because people are allergic to peanut butter or, like, how um, Pokemon cards were a certain value of money, essentially. Um, So it was a really good show, and I played a really good... uh, you know, a character that was good. outside of myself. She <laughs> was, swore. she was a swearing badass, <laughs> punching, like fighting, aggressive little thing, and completely opposite from who I am as a person, a hundred percent. But like, she fought for what she believed in, and I think that that came across. <laughs> um, so that was a number of years ago, and I think that performance is what sticks up in my head for yeah. You just it'll stick on for a while, yeah. yeah. 
I'm really interested in how, as a child, because I feel like reality and play um, can get mushed up when you're a child actor. How do you differentiate, like, no, I'm not this bad kid swearing on TV versus I am this, like, sweet, innocent girl? Yeah, I think I think for me it's because I, I got... I had so much fun with it. Like I, I literally felt like I was playing when I was on set that I didn't, I didn't take it um, out of that world. Like I didn't think it was affecting my personality in some way or another. I never, I never went home with it essentially mm-hmm. because again, she like never the, punched me. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, the production team on that, they were super, super collaborative and they knew they were working with young actors. So yeah. they, they had to be. Mm-hmm. And again, with all those like minor roles that e- they have set up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, it was, a uh, we filmed for, I think two months over the summer and they just honestly gave us the space to do what we wanted and what felt um, natural to us. And I think that really paid off for the production in the end. Oh, nice. okay. Thank you for that. I would genuinely was so curious. I was like, I feel like as a kid, someone told me to be bad. I was like, I can be bad at home too. <laughs> yeah, like it's like giving you a free pass. <laughs> no, my parents made sure that didn't happen. <laughs> and MJ. Oh, yeah. Um. So mine would be um, the character I played on a show called Ransom, which was on Global and CBS in the States. I played um, an ex-war soldier. Her name was Luciana Rodriguez, and she was being honored at the um, U.S. Assembly for her, for her academic achievements in university after going to war for so many years. And yeah, so I played her, and then I almost had kill someone pretty cool and i had to use a colombian accent which was really fun oh that's cool um so i've been taking spanish throughout university and our dad is from ecuador so he helped a lot with the prep for that um yeah and it was really rewarding to see the final product after that so they also brought her to budapest to film Mm -hmm. which means that i went with her (laughs) during school we literally just dipped didn't tell anyone besides our family obviously (laughs) like going on a plane back yeah (laughs) almost killed someone with a colombian accent yeah is that (laughs) is that one of your perks of acting is getting to travel yeah so that that one fortunately was so a co-production with Hungary so actually the production team was half um Canadian half Hungarian mm-hmm. so it would be like the director would be like okay guys do this and then the Hungarian AD the assistant director would go to the crew and be like no 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 no, no. Hungarian yeah. and then they'd be like okay and action and we're all like okay and then yeah so it was a really great experience to to work and see like international collaboration as well yeah have you fantastic. have you ever had to use an accent in any other um, I've had a lot of auditions where I've had to speak in Spanish and uh, use accent as well. Yeah. What about you, Kiana? Um, I did back. Remember that I, I had a really funny performance in high school with one of my oh yeah close friends, Diego, and we played a uh, Latina or Latino rather um, housemaids, mm-hmm. and so we had this really funny skit that we wrote ourselves, and we obviously used the accents. Um, and that was a live theater production yeah. and we got like major response from the yeah. crowd and that was really, really rewarding. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, definitely a highlight and I'll just remember that. So that's when the accent came in. 
I love yeah. that. You do not want to hear any of my accents. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> um, okay. So what is the biggest blessing that film and acting has brought you? And has acting taken you to any, well, you just talked about it, um, cool places. So I guess other than Budapest, where have you been? Well, the sets here are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just make-believe and everyone's really, really on their game when you're on a set. Um, and really coordinated and it's 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 wonderful to see that people's work at, at a heightened level right everyone's a good job and everyone's relying on the other crew so whether it, and this goes from actors to directors to the people behind the camera to the people holding the lights to the people serving food and making sure that everyone is fed and happy and ready to go for the next eight hour block so um it it's a hundred percent a group effort and it's really rewarding to see all those people together. So even here, whether it be like a house party scene in like some kind of mansion or like at a school, you know, it's just, you see these places every day, but once it has all the equipment and set up, um, it's, it's a different story. It's a different place. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto is a great place for filming. So much Mm -hmm. happens here. And even in, warehouses that used to be like factories or whatnot they're converting all those spaces right mm-hmm. now so mm-hmm. it's just it, it's it's an exciting time to work as an actress here mm-hmm. so what has been your biggest blessing from acting biggest blessing for me um definitely the people that you meet yeah. so like she said like everyone's hands down when people have all their posts about like oh my god work with the best crew they gotta they genuinely mean it because nothing happens if one person is Mm -hmm. not the best person Mm -hmm. um it's honestly such a group effort and I Mm -hmm. think um yeah the connections that you make with people in such a vulnerable space Mm -hmm. when you're doing scenes and you know if you're crying or if you're yelling or if you're just having one of those days like things happen on set that you can't predict and I think those moments when you like take a step back and see like wow I really opened myself to this actor I think that's really special and such a blessing where like you don't get to have that necessarily in your everyday life and like for those moments but in the acting world it's like you're granted those moments every day so so as twins have you ever had to compete with each other or have you ever auditioned for the same uh role yeah oh yeah (laughs) you gotta sometimes we'll do self-tapes at home I'll book the first 30 minute slot and then she'll book the second 30 minute slot. Like just switch and we film and we record each other. Yeah. Um, One thing though, that's cool that happened recently at the end of last year we booked. So she was just finishing up um, filming her, her show and we actually booked a movie, but then her show said, no, we need her those days too. Mm -hmm. So they wanted twins for the role. So unfortunately we weren't able to complete Yeah. Mm-hmm. but it would have been really cool but it's not to say that twins. there is not going to be another opportunity mm-hmm. in the future yeah yeah do you have any ground rules for when you do apply for the same role that maybe they don't want you both how do you keep the playing field fair and positive? i think naturally just given like given who we are like we come up with different ideas for each audition mm-hmm. our own individual takes on the pieces and i think we can't necessarily say it's a competition because we're coming with it each individually. So for us, it's like the chances are better for both of us going in with different takes on it (laughs) because I'm happy if she gets something, she's happy if I get something. Mm -hmm. It's like better chances. Yeah. 
honestly don't see it as competition. See it as something that could benefit the both of us in the long run. Nice. Do you work together often now that you're adults? Yeah. Like on, but specifically on film and TV projects? Yeah. Yeah, like we help each other for auditioning. But like, have yeah. you been on, like as adults, have you been on projects together oh, or on film together? Uh, this movie would have been one, but... Mm-hmm. And then we did that uh, show oh, for yeah. Family Channel. Yeah. This was in, maybe four years ago? Yeah, we did like a kid show together. Yeah, so which was neat because mm-hmm. then they needed twins because, you know, kids love that stuff. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, something more in like the adult realm, nothing just yet. But I, I have a good feeling something's going to come. Doing a lot of writing right now. Yeah. So, Making our own projects right now. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. Just yeah. Nice. Twins are often like hearing you guys say it's kind of a package deal. Um, normally, if you want one, you want the other, like the movie you were just talking about. Um, so, how do you find ways to differentiate yourselves into separate careers? I think any knowledge I get, I share with her and yeah. vice versa because it'll help both yeah. of us at the end yeah. of the day. Um, I think naturally, as we grow up, we're going to find what specifically our interests are like what genre per se what types of production um that'll come into playing field as we grow up but as of right now i think it's mutually beneficial yeah Yeah. we're just like following the same exploring literally chugging along together exploring (laughs) yeah is there a lot of opportunities in the canadian industry there are yep lots of productions are filming here um it's a lot cheaper because of the dollar to film here versus mm. in the States. So that's an incentive for American productions. But again, they are coming here and, you know, putting our names on these big projects. So it's a bonus for us too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like with these larger American projects, they'll come here and they'll be seeking to hire other local actors, um, which gives us the opportunity as locals to be able to work on yeah. these otherwise yeah. American productions. Yeah. Um, there's rules behind that too. How many people have to be Canadians and live in Ontario, for example, to work on each production before mm-hmm. an American one can come, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's protecting us in, mm-hmm. in our work too. And then, of course, there's Canadian projects which are always around and mm-hmm. always available to audition for. What would be your advice to give someone who's new to the industry and doesn't have an agent yet and is trying to find roles? Try your best. <laughs> Literally, just go out there and do it because no matter what, you're going to get a bunch of no's. And then maybe that one yes will lead you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Are there. Go for it. Are there platforms where um, new actors can look for opportunities on? Um, I think, like, like, if you're up and coming and if you have something that you're. Like, what I find with Ryerson, if, for example, there's a young or a person new to acting that's attending school, like, I think it's important to find places like Facebook groups or Instagram groups where people want to network and want to meet up and want yeah. to put something together. Yeah. I think super, and super thing you can produce something yourself, too, that mm-hmm. shows off your range and your talent, and you can share that. And then you can kind of use that and show agents, too, like, hey, look, this is what I'm working mm-hmm. on. This is what I look like. This is my range. Um, do you think that we could work together? And then it's kind of like a, a ladder from there. So then, are agents cru- crucial to have in, yeah. in this so, industry? So in the professional field, um, casting directors will only contact their agent. They don't 
ever contact us directly. It's all through the agencies. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, cool. So were there any struggles in the beginning of getting on this path, whether that be from like the ju- jump from being a teenage actor to now being an adult actor um, that you are currently dealing with or have dealt with in the past? Mm-hmm. Um, so again, with any art, it's not linear. Mm-hmm. It's like this, and then sometimes like this, and then like that, and then it comes back. But it's just like, you never know what kind of audition you're going to get. You're going to know if you fit exactly for the role. Um, as long as you keep practicing, I think, and just keep trying your best. I think that's that's the most important part of it. Um, but definitely there's no like, oh, because this role, I'm guaranteed for this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it is, even when, you know, you hear like, oh, an unknown actress becomes the star and the lead of the show. You know, she bet out how many established actors to get that role. Um, so, yeah, it's timing. Luck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Um, okay. And so what are your next steps? Do you see yourselves producing films or being in films or being on screen in maybe LA? Mm-hmm. LA is a goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just before this COVID mess happened, yeah. yeah, we were in plans to go down to LA and meet up with some managers there, see what the scene is like there. Um, but now that's just going to have to be postponed. But that's the next step for us in terms of going down south. Um, but right now, in the meantime, we're on two productions, um, one of which is a short film. Yours? Yeah, it's like kind of like a proof of concept. One, the one I'm writing is about twins. Mm-hmm. She's writing about an older sister. Yeah, and so for me specifically, because I'll be in my fourth year next year, um, I'm going to be working on this production as my thesis project so I'll have a lot of support from Ryerson students to get it up and running which is really exciting and yeah that's kind of what's been on my mind right yeah now. and it's yeah. great that you we can incorporate like my school project can become my home project too mm-hmm. so I'm mixing the two together mm-hmm. and getting feedback on it which is super important mm-hmm. that's really cool um James told me that he was in one of your productions and it was filmed at TIFF Oh, (laughs) (laughs) do you want to tell our audience a little bit about that? Sure. So in um, grade 11, she said, hey, guys, we're doing short films. Pitch us something tomorrow and we'll choose uh, the top pitches and then we'll assemble groups. So I pitched an idea to film a short film all on my phone because I didn't own a camera then. And I was going to edit it all on my iPad, which happened amongst a million and five um, storage um, issues. Storage issues. Your storage is full. You have no room on your camera. Anyways, it succeeded um, after we filmed it. And uh, basically, we wanted to prove that like society is living through their phone. Hmm. And we did it in an abstract way, filming all the scenes and all the scenarios through uh, the phone screen. And we filmed it using our tripod was actually a selfie stick. So Mm -hmm. it worked well across the city. And we had like, I don't know, maybe 100 different locations. And then we compiled it all together into a short and we put some music in the background. And I submitted it to TIFF in 2016. And they said, hey, this is pretty dope. Um, You are a finalist for our TIFF next wave competition so then they screened it at tiff which was pretty cool mm-hmm. and um 
yeah, he was a finalist there. So that was, that was pretty awesome. And that kind of, well, that was in my last year, um, at Cardinal Carter. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? Like definitely going into media school. Yeah. Yeah. There's more to this. (laughs) (laughs) I can do this on my iPad. Yeah. (laughs) can make something happen. You'll be so successful once you learn all the real tricks. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I did hear you earlier say that you're uh, Latina and that your father is from El Salvador. Ecuador. Ecuador. Okay. My bad. Your father's from Ecuador. Do you use your diversity as a way to help you get ca- like casted in... Um, films or yeah yeah so um canada is a great space and obviously they're open and accepting to all ethnicities and there's certain clauses on um their breakdowns of casting notices that say hey we're looking for maybe an asian character but we're also open to seeing other ethnicities so it's great if they know because you know i have to play the daughter of uh, a couple who are uh, Caucasian, then maybe I won't pass. Or if I play the daughter of two Asian characters, then I won't pass. But um, regardless of that, they're very open. And um, in my regular life, mistaken for pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it is in the casting world, too. So it, it is, you know, bias as well. Like, you know, you might look at me and be like, hey, she looks Portuguese, or she looks African, or she looks Hawaiian. Like, so it's dependent on the person, too. So I've, I've gotten bunch of things and you know what it's each their own <laughs> yeah but i think i think canada's just they're really encouraging the diversity kind yeah. of right now which is really amazing it has needed to happen for so long and, yeah um and it just feels normal it doesn't feel yeah. flush it just feels like normal something that's supposed to happen yeah. or ha- yeah. was supposed to happen a long time ago but yeah um now they're you know it's in almost every statement they make about casting mm-hmm. notices. So yeah, it's, it's really becoming a key factor. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that diversity card comes into play as well, like behind the scenes too, with mm-hmm. our, with our crew and who our creative people mm-hmm. are behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, More females in the writing room. Yeah. Like the, the most recent production I was on, we had two badass women who were producing it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it was, it was really, I, I loved it. I've just felt like we're just in such a changing time and yeah. Accepting time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like that's a shift from when you were child actors? I don't think I don't think I had the look like that when I was young. Yeah, because we yeah. didn't know. But then I noticed this as being younger, um, because there are less child actors around. Like now, we're in a huge pool of adult actors. Um, but as a child, I often did find that I was the only like ethnic-looking person in the room going for casting. Mm-hmm. But I never found that to be like a bad something thing. that played against thing. me. Yeah, yeah, like I. I was who I was always yeah. and like, how I presented yeah. myself. And Yeah, totally. Like, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day for, for child acting, like, the talent speaks to itself at the mm-hmm. end of the day, so. Mm-hmm. I do think you have um, an interesting – I'm trying to find the word, but being racially ambiguous actually allows you to, to navigate through a lot of different spaces. Um, yeah. I even know, like, in my industry – People are like, what are you? And I don't feel like I'm completely judged or shut down because they're putting me into a box. No, totally. And like at the end of the day, like I have only been raised in Canada, so I'm Canadian. Mm -hmm. Besides what I look like, I'm Canadian. Probably the next person. So, yeah. I like that. Thank you for sharing that. 
So our very last question um, is about being verified. So we ask every single guest, if you could redefine verified and give it a new definition, what would it be? Verified, yeah. Because acting can sometimes seem like such a glamorous world or like, you know, by luck, things happen to people. It's not always the case. There's so many years of hard work that goes into it. And I just think verified just reassures people that like, no, you did the work to get here. Mm -hmm. Um, you are who you say you are and, and you're honest, you're true to yourself. Yeah. I like that. You put in the work. Verification. I verify you. Like I verify my sister. <laughs> like everything's point blank the truth. You know what? Maya J, verify. Do you hope to, is that one of your aspirations as an actor to be verified? Does that influence like the roles you get? Oh, um, I think it just comes with work. <laughs> yeah, it just comes with exposure. Like, honestly, like, I, in my goal book, I don't say, oh, I want to be verified. <laughs> Never write like, that down. Like, it just, that doesn't, the whole aspect of, like, fame doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily drive me to do what I do. It's more like being proud of your work and making sure that people are responding to it um, in a way that you wanted it to be responded that's again at the end of the day you're making that connection to that many people that's yeah the, that's the goal yeah i love that thank mm-hmm. you for coming on and sharing your experiences i really appreciate you spending your covid days with me literally me too <laughs> i haven't gotten um dressed or put on makeup at all this week so i feel like i should go out i have an outfit on now i know and it's nice out let's all just go for a walk and report about it yeah i think i'm gonna go for a walk (laughs) um so thank you have an amazing friday and good luck and i hope to see you on my tv or laptop very soon (laughs) we'll keep you guys posted thank you for listening